live. Adding a title. Sure. Uh, live from Winnipeg. This is the audio daily of Stephen Sersky. Let's see if it actually works. I need to go live. Two, one, boom. It's not how you're sitting. Your gut is just fat. That's all. What else are you going to do about it? Not too much. Finally made it four years later. Right now I'm sitting on one of the oldest couches that I know. Burgers, anyone? If uh, Chinese people believe that... Uh, Hamburgers are sort of a Western food and that we eat them all the time. Well, this last week has proven them correct. Canadian Tire for some workout equipment, etc. What's changed in Winnipeg? How does it feel? And what's going on in Winnipeg? Folks, it is Friday, July 7th, 2023. I'm Stephen Sersky, and this here is my uh, daily audio digest, I guess, if you will. I post this uh, Monday to Friday. I'm actually streaming this one onto a uh, Facebook for the benefit of some viewers if they're in the same time. I'm in the same time zone as you guys in, in Winnipeg and central Canada and mostly in Canada as well. Most times I, I'm publishing this at uh, 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. Beijing time. But uh, since I'm Canada in Canada now, I figured I would, uh, well, <laughs> broadcast it live for the benefit of, of the folks, for the people out there. This is now an international podcast. I have uh, now, I've been doing this podcast for about two years and it's been something that I was I started in the midst of the COVID sort of pandemic many 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 years ago uh, that just to sort of keep myself sane give myself something to do uh, and uh, I've been doing it ever since you can find all the show notes and everything up on my website stephenserski.com that's where I post all the archives and everything streams on Spotify Apple Google you name it and what is it about is basically about the life and times of a working traveler that's I sort, of, I sort of go by, and right now, instead of working, I am now traveling. And finally, after four years, I've made it back to uh, Winnipeg. I had a family reunion last week, basically been on the move. I was in a hotel last week, and then I stayed with a cousin for two days, and then we were on the road again, and hotel last night, and finally into uh, Winnipeg uh, the, earlier this, uh, this evening. And uh, luckily, actually, I was kind of concerned about coming back here, how I was going to be able to get around and stuff. Well, it turns out my mummy uh, has purchased a rather pink bike for to uh, for some exercise that she did uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, it doesn't have a kickstand. I don't know why someone would buy a bike without a kickstand, but whatever. Uh, anyway, I, I will probably be using this. So if you see some bearded guy on a pink bike, it's probably me. Okay, I'll be riding around Winnipeg for the, the next little while anyway. Uh, but yeah, four years out of uh, Beijing or out of um, uh, out of uh, Winnipeg, Canada, out of Canada in total. And since then, I've touched down. Well, Vancouver was only like a couple hours, but from Edmonton to Winnipeg, basically road tripping all the way through. Was thinking about doing Calgary, not going to happen just yet. Might not happen this year, but uh, maybe some other time I'll be able to go see the Calgary Stampede. And yes, 
so this burgers thing, I have been eating burgers like every single day. And this is something I laugh about when I hear um, a lot of my clients talk about Western food and fast food. They say, well, you know, Western people eat fast food and they eat burgers all the time. Like, no, they don't. That's silly. I look at what I eat. And like in Beijing, what I eat is vastly, so far, it's very different from uh, what I eat uh, in, in Beijing uh, or from here anyway. So for the last seven days, I've basically been having uh, burgers uh, a lot. Uh, Pete's, Peter's, Pete's or Peter's in Edmonton. Uh, I was also went to First Round, that sport, uh, sports bar uh, near uh, Earl's or Moxie's in uh, West Edmonton Mall. Uh, then I went to... Well, the one after that, uh, there was, well, a and I went to a and that was fine, that was good, and then today I went to Nick's Inn in Headingley, and uh, had the uh, uh, the Greek burger there, I think it was, so, yeah, it's been a lot of burgers, now, I'm not sure, I haven't weighed myself at all, I was 79.9 coming in uh, when I departed uh, Beijing last Friday, no doubt it's gone up, I have been able to do some running, not very much, but uh, uh, as a result, I was, I went to Canadian Tire, which is like, I actually want to call it the Taobao of Canada, because like you buy a lot of stuff. It's, maybe it's like the Amazon of, of Canada, because, or is, no, 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 Amazon is the Canadian Tire of the internet. That's how it should be, because Canadian Tire is one of these sort of, it's not a generic store, but it is pretty general. Uh, it's kind of like Walmart in some sense, and it's department store-ishness, but uh, uh, it's more about, it, it provides a lot, like this is where you'll find your, your hockey supplies, uh, some sports supplies, your home supplies, like home Reno, stuff like that. It's not full on any one thing, but it does sort of go with the trends and provide a lot more uh, of the things that people would need around their home, basically, and if they want to go camping and stuff like that, you basically go to Canadian Tire. They used to have Canadian Tire money. I'm not sure if that's still a thing. They did ask me for my points card. I'm like, <laughs> no idea. I have no idea. And I can hear people already going, you mean you didn't get your scene points? And I go, no, no. And I even asked the lady uh, behind me if she wanted to have the Canadian Tire points. She's like, nah, don't worry about it. Okay, done. So some people collect the points. I am a noob. I'm a re-noob to this, so as a result, I uh, am not collecting points at the at the moment. But uh, so, what did I get? Well, I got a slam ball, I got a skipping rope, and I got some other equipment to uh, help with uh, cleaning out some of the stuff that I got to get done with uh, uh, around the home, basically. So, but I got the slam ball. I was going to get a a fifty pound kettlebell, but since I was all on this lovely pink bike, I'm going. I don't know if I can carry this back. <laughs> Like, it would be a little awkward, and so instead I chose a 20-pound, uh, 9-kilo, 20-pound slam ball, which was equally difficult to actually bring back on the bike. It wasn't the easiest thing, uh, and I did manage to do it. I want to save the bag. She was going to charge me for the bag, and what it was, it was one of these nylon bags that you have. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't need another bag in this house. No, no, it might be useful. That's great, but, I, you know, we have a lot of bags. I, I have them piling up in, in Beijing as well. I don't need it. So instead, I was like, no, forget that. Put the loose stuff into the bag, into into the bag that I was carrying, and then I will uh, carry the slam ball with me. So I did. <laughs> it wasn't very far. I mean, it's 
uh, the mall to my home wasn't very, uh, or to my, my mom's home anyway, not very far, just required me to go a little bit slower and be a little bit more careful, but there you go. So I bought, and the reason I bought it, it cost about 60 bucks plus another 15 for the skipping rope, $75. Now you're thinking for that, you can actually go to the gym seven times, maybe five times for that, which is exactly the amount of times that I'll probably be working out anyway uh, in, in Canada. I figured with the slam ball, uh, my brother or his wife could take it afterwards. I, I can't, It's not coming to Beijing with me. No, 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 no. It's going to be left. It's going to be donated. It's going to be given away or something. So, or I mean, maybe if it stays here, I'll use it again. But I can't use it in the winter. It's a summertime activity in Canada. <laughs> like I don't have a gym to use this. So, skipping rope will probably go with me. So, uh, basically, not buying stuff that's going to stay here. Buying stuff that can be used and uh, basically gotten rid of. I did buy a kickstand for the bike as well, which is one of the reasons I went to Canadian Tire. I was like, I got to get a kickstand. This is this is bothering me already. Uh, what's changed in Winnipeg so far? So a few little observations. We actually drove through, well, we came down Portage uh, to get into the city. We stopped at the border, border, the perimeter of, uh, of Winnipeg and took pictures by the uh, the Winnipeg sign, Bienvenue au Winnipeg. And uh, so we... Took pictures there, um, and then we continued on down Portage, and it was pretty much the same as it's always been. The one big change, there's two changes that I remember. Uh, one is Joe Black's ca Cafe. That used to be Sunstone. Uh, th that goes back many years. And there's also a Vimy, I want to say Vimy Ridge Memorial. Is that what it's called? It's one of the parks. You can see it. It's a very new park. It has one of the soldiers that sort of, is hanging his head, holding his gun uh, on, on the ground, stuff like that. Uh, obviously, a, a World War memorial for the soldiers and stuff like that. So those are the two big uh, differences I found on, on Portage. Getting Going down Osborne, that's where you started to see actually uh, quite a few uh, other changes that, uh, of all, the zoo is gone. And I don't mean like the petting, not that type of petting zoo. <laughs> With the cute furry animals. Well, even that one had cute furry animals sometimes, didn't they? Boy, that's a... It was a bar. Okay, it was a bar that was... Um, I'm not sure if it was really known as a biker bar. It kind of had those activities back in the days. But it was... it The, the Tragically Hit played there. Nickelback played there. Uh, another band I remember. The first band I remember seeing uh, July 1st. It would have been many years ago. was Jar or Flybanger as they... Uh, I changed their name later on, but that was the first bar I was able to get into underage because they were kind of loose on their uh, entrance policy back in the day. Uh, and so now that bar has been ripped down. And instead, there's now something that looks like uh, a hotel, but it's not. It looks like it's like apartments and condos and stuff like that. So they're putting that up uh, in Osborne Village. And then just down the street from that, the, the old, is it the Dairymaid, Dutch Maid? must have been the Dutch-made building. Uh, they've knocked that out, and again, more condos. So overall, uh, the short drive that we took through Winnipeg, we didn't go through very much. Um, there seems to be more apartment buildings, but uh, sorry, small-scale apartment buildings or condos being built in these residential areas. I don't know how I feel about the zoo being ripped down. I'm sure many people are kind of like, eh, whatever. Uh, it was kind of old and dilapidated anyway. Uh, but... Uh, in terms of like more condos in the area, I guess it helps that you know for people to have places to live. 
I don't know the cost of things just yet. So that is going to be uh, one thing that uh, it would be interesting to sort of find out. I can tell you if you were coming from China uh, to uh, to Canada, Scotiabank does take the Union Pay card, and holy shoot, does it ever charge you? It cost me sixty six quai, so that's about twelve dollars Canadian, to withdraw money from my Chinese bank account on top of was it the two the three dollar non uh, Scotiabank ATM card. It cost me $15 to withdraw money today. I was like, I guess I'm going back to wire transfer money because this is silly. That is excessive, exorbitant fees. Why would you do that? I know why they do it, but hey, I work overseas. And thanks to some cables under the under the water and a little plastic card with a chip in it, I can withdraw money that I earned in some other country all the way around the world. Ain't that neat? Just don't charge me so much for it. Ugh. How does it feel being back in... Uh, oh, wait a minute. The other big change in Osborne. This was actually a bit of a shock. Um, the Toad in the Hole is gone. It's it's moved down to... It was the pizza place before. I can't remember. I, I don't know what it is now. Uh, well, I do know what it is now. It's the Toad in the Hole. Toad in the Hole moved down the street to opposite the zoo. Um, and that used to be another sort of restaurant. Another pizza place, I think it was. Toad in the Hole used to be... Um, sort of closer to Stafford, I think it was, uh, on Osborne. And that what I, my band never played there. My band played uh, at the zoo, but the Toe in the Hole was, it was one of those places that if you ever did play, you sort of was, you were upper echelon in terms of um, playing, or it, you were a little bit more of a, a, a general audience. We did play the Cavern, which was underneath the Toe in the Hole. So Toe in the Hole was sort of your, your British pub style, European, as yeah, British pub uh, type of thing. Uh, but the Cavern was like your, your the music bar, the music club. Not really a club. It was a music bar, a uh, place where bands would play. And they would allow, allow all sorts of um, music to play there as well. So we did play there. We never did play uh, the Toad in the Hole. But uh, anyway, Toad in the Hole moved down the street uh, across to the... To, is now across from the demolished zoo. There's this new condo block that's uh, uh, getting put up uh, as we uh, sort of speak. How does it feel being back in Winnipeg after so long? Kind of normal, to tell you the truth. Um, things do seem smaller. Like the buildings seem a lot smaller. Everything seems to be a little bit, I don't know. Uh, of course, it does seem a little bit older as well. Sorry, I'm sniffing. That's usually because uh, of dust. Um, and... Uh, the overall cycling through the little portion of, of Winnipeg that I've been through, it, it, it doesn't feel that I'm, I don't feel like I'm an alien. Like some people will say that, oh, I don't feel like I belong here. Uh, generally, I feel that after I stay here for a long time. Like, oh my goodness, I just do not belong here. I, I'm, I should be going somewhere else sort of thing. Um, but uh, cycling around, it, a lot of the places are still the same. Uh, the const construction is still there. And... Now that I'm on a bike, this is something new. This is a new adventure because I'm trying to navigate places uh, that, uh, you know, would be easy to get to by car, but then, like, I just didn't want to deal with driving a car in, in Winnipeg, to tell you the truth. I was like, I, I want to be on a bike. I'm used to being on a bike. I, I ride bikes all the time on Beijing. in Beijing. I'd rather uh, keep it that way rather than try anything, you know, to try to... Um, 
change things up by driving a car. Not only that, I guess had I had the car, I would have bought the kettlebell, a Canadian tire, but I didn't. It's fine. We made it work. Not only that, you ride a bike, there's sort of a visceralness to it. It's like riding a bus, similar, similar, uh, but obviously a lot a lot different. Wow, Winnipeg, you have lots of potholes. I mean, you guys seem like a third world country, to, to, to be very honest. It seems like you really want uh, to, to give the immigrants to the country uh, uh, a sense of home because I, not that I can generalize that I've been to a lot of the countries that so many people come to Canada from, but I can say I've been to enough third world country or developing countries that have massive potholes in their roads that Winnipeg, you kind of, that's your welcoming. Wow, that's, that's it's very nice. I mean, in terms of, Folklorama is going to start in a couple of years, sorry, a couple of weeks, and I'll tell you, that is, a, you know, an international festival that goes on here in Winnipeg. And one of the pavilions should be Pothole City. And they should just take you through all the potholes uh, in Winnipeg and let you bang. You, you bang each of them. You hit all of them. It's like, here, hold your drink in your hand and boom, there you go. It's all over the place. Here, we can try riding a bike over this one, holding a 20-pound weight. Bang, there we go. Look at this. Let's take the residential route. Let's see how the locals live. Hit all the potholes on the way. I think that'd be kind of funny, right? Pothole City uh, for the next sort of uh, uh, Folklorama Pavilion. Oh my goodness, Winnipeggers are probably getting angry at me already going, Steve, you've been back for six hours and you're already razzing the city? Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I will. Overall, uh, there are a couple places I do want to hit up. I want to hit up uh, McNally Robinson at some point. Uh, it's a bookstore here in uh, Manitoba, or in Winnipeg, sorry. Uh, it's sort of also a quasi-indie publisher as well, so it does a lot of work to support, um, you know, smaller writers, smaller, small-time authors and stuff like that, uh, local authors, I guess you should say, local and not as well-known authors as well. Um, of course, a few more burger joints I'm going to try out and stuff like that. Uh, there's a few things I do actually have to get done in the city while I'm here, uh, some sort of details that just need to be done uh, in person rather than uh, on like online. It's, it would just be easier that way. Overall, I can sort of see it smells better than Beijing, but the blue skies aren't as blue. This is interesting because Beijing, renowned for its pollution problems, uh, is, is actually has, when the skies are blue in Beijing, they are blue. Like they're fantastically crystal clear blue. Here in Winnipeg, so far, and even going across Saskatchewan, they all seem to have a little bit of a haze to them. Now, you tell me why. You, is it pollution? Is it smog? Is it haze from the heat? I don't know, but I'll tell you, there, there is enough of a haze in the distance. And we're talking, and I'm thinking, like, if you lived here, you probably wouldn't really see it. You, it wouldn't register. You would see it, and you go, yeah, it's just something's in the distance. Granted, okay, the, the next sort of explanation might be that, well, the reason why there's a haze is because everything is so far away. Like, you can see so far that, it, it, whereas in Beijing, you can see the smog down the street. Here, it's like you can't see the haze down the street. You have to look to the horizon to see this fuzziness, this haze that's going on uh, in, uh, not just in Winnipeg, but in across the prairies, as far as I could tell, right from Edmonton uh, through to uh, 
after from uh, through Alberta through Manitoba basically. Smells better than Beijing. Much cooler. More mosquitoes. Blue skies. Tinge of gray, of course. And I'm wondering, could there ever be a reason to move back? Could there? Some people have asked. Some people have wondered. I've sort of thought it too. And you know, I've um, th there's a lot of expats that I know in Beijing who've left. Uh, and some of them had left for family reasons, basically because they were like, well, got to help out with the family. You know, mom's getting old, dad's getting old or something. Um, maybe because one sibling has already been taking care of the, the uh, uh, family for so long that they might want to, they need more help, basically. Thinking about it, what would I do here? I talked about this, I think it was on Wednesday's episode, uh, about some of the opportunities for English teachers if you're looking to come to Canada to teach. So have a listen to Wednesday's episode. I talk uh, a lot more about being a sessional uh, instructor at university, some of the opportunities that are in junior or high schools as well, but you do have to be what I call a proper teacher. That is, you actually have an education degree, not just an ESL industry-specific uh, certification such as the CELTA or the DELTA. But something to think about at least. What would bring me back? I don't know. How could I come back? Would I be able to survive if I came back? I don't know. Got some sound clips for you after this. Regina in the morning. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I had a, I recorded it uh, this morning just before we left. Uh, and I don't think I have any other... Uh, uh, oh, do I have... Uh, yeah, no, not just the one. Regina in the morning. That's it. So I hope you enjoy that. Stay tuned after this for a little bit of a listen. Uh, I guess I, I should start collecting some sound clips from around Winnipeg. I, now that this is an international podcast, I can record sounds from around the world. And I'll leave it there, folks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes and clips up on my website, stevensersky.com. And, of course, this is uh, all streamed on Spotify, Apple, and Google every day, Monday to Friday. Post it on my website as well, stevensersky.com. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We'll do this again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.